You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. And today we're going to talk about a topic that has uh, hurt our volleyball world as well as every other aspect of the world, and that is COVID-19. Unfortunately, as volleyball players and coaches, our ability to practice, to train, to just get in the gym has been limited. And I know only now, you know, gyms are starting to open up and in some places, gyms are starting to close down again. So what do we do with COVID? How do we, um, you know, react to the situations that's given to us? How can we still get better at this game given our COVID situation? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in this episode, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after 11 years coaching competitive volleyball and as a head coach of a college team, I've become obsessed with helping athletes and coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to train efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I've created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 17 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. My name is Brian Singh. I am the host of our podcast. And if you are new, welcome to the podcast, episode 17. We've been going at this for some time now. I'm excited. We, you know, we're, we're we're almost hitting the 20 mark, and it's uh, it's been a journey. And as you know, if you're a regular listener, I, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you. You know, um, I appreciate any of the support. Um, you know, I just appreciate you following along the journey of the podcast, myself, and you know everything else. And I mean, if you are a listener, you know, it tells me one thing that you know you're serious about getting better at the game you know whether you're a coach or a player you're serious about learning you're serious about opening up to to new ideas and and that's fantastic that's you know that's what i want it's interesting when i started this podcast what 17 episodes ago i mean what was that it must have been in june um it's been it seems like it's been a long time but you know my goal and i've talked about this quite a bit is to educate is to try to affect change try to help as many people as i can around the world um uh, and grow the game, like grow this great game that we love. One of the greatest feelings as a coach, and I'm, and I mean, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here from what the episode is actually going to be about. But one of the greatest things as a volleyball coach is that I get to affect the lives of um, not just my team, which is you know 14 to 18 guys on our team, but I get to affect the lives of people around the world. And when I say that, I mean, yes, I teach volleyball and I teach skills and all that great stuff, but I also teach a lot of important life lessons, like the skills that you can obtain from you know, my teachings and my strategies and all the stuff with volleyball, you can apply to everyday life. And a lot of you know my players and coaches that I you know I, I end up working with, they become better leaders. They they end up helping to grow the game. They end up taking the skills that you that you learn here, and it you know it helps them with work. It helps them with with their family life and their personal life. It gives them more confidence to do other things. And that is what coaching and sports is all about. It's it's about really affecting that change and making you a better person. Not just about volleyball, but a better person. I get the luxury of helping members inside Digital Volleyball Academy every single day, and we're talking members around the world. And there's no other job that I know that where I can affect people around the world and make them not just better volleyball people, but better people in general. So, you know, that's why I, sometimes it's nice to just reflect on the journey and reflect on the purpose of why I do these podcasts and why I have a Digital Volleyball Academy and why I post Instagram posts. It's really to, you know, to make you better in whatever way that is. 
And it's kind of cool because sometimes I get I get DMs about people who just just need some motivation. You know, there was one girl that DM'd me saying that you know she didn't make a team and it it she it really put her in a bad place. And she doesn't know me; she just knows me through Instagram. But what's cool is that I've been able to create a connection with people over Instagram. Um, where they they feel like you know they can reach out to me in DM and I, I can maybe help them give them some clarity on on what what's going on and this young lady was you know demoralized she didn't make her volleyball team and I sent her a little message you know I try to help her out and she seemed really grateful and I think she was in a much better mood afterwards and this that wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for what I was doing but anyways. Long story, I'm sorry, I, I was talking for about three minutes just about other things, but you know, I just want my listeners to understand that for me, it's not just about volleyball, it's bigger than that, it's really about affecting the change in a lot of people around the world, and that's really why I do this, uh, and volleyball is just the vehicle to do that. Okay, let's talk about what this episode's all about, because this episode is about our pandemic, our COVID situation that has unfortunately, you know, hurt every economy around the world people are out of jobs and let's be real it's more important than volleyball but i know this is a volleyball show so let's talk about how we what we can do as volleyball coaches and players to move forward and make progress even given the covid situation so i'm going to leave with you guys um, a couple different strategies here now let's be let's be completely honest if you don't have access to a gym where you can work on volleyball skills uh you're you're going to be limited, okay? You're, you're going to be limited. No matter what, you can't replicate what you can do on a court outside. You can't do it. I'm, I'm, I'm saying is like, I'm not saying grass volleyball. Like if you have an opportunity to play grass volleyball, that's the same thing as being in a court just with, you know, little different circumstances, but you're still getting great rep, you know, great reps. I'm talking, if you don't have access to a, a court, some grass, maybe just even a backyard, it's going to be different. And there are certain things we can do to make sure that we maximize our opportunity that we have so when we get back in the gym, uh, we're going to be that much better. Now, some of the strategies I'm going to share with you are going to be useful whether you can access a gym or not. Like, you should still be t- you know, doing these things regardless, but it's going to be even more important for you to do them if you don't have access to a gym. Now, I can tell you in Toronto, unfortunately, we're, we're hitting wave two, or I mean, sorry, we're already in wave two, and our cases have increased significantly over the last couple of weeks, and I've heard it's been the same around the world. Um, so I know many gyms have been starting to close back down again, and that could be demoralizing to some people who've just gone through this whole process, got back in the gym only to be told that, you know, we the gyms are closing. And I understand, you know, we, we want to be safe, and we want to make sure that everyone else is being safe too. So I'm sorry, I've been talking for about six minutes and we haven't even talked about strategies yet. Um, So if you're still with me, thank you. Let's talk strategy, okay? All right. Um, The first strategy is going to be a simple one and that is film. Film, film, video, video. It's going to be so crucial to look at video so you can really get an idea of what you got to do when you go back on the court. Now, there's two different things you can do. You can look at video on yourself, which will be great, Like, and I'm talking reflect use the time where you don't have access to the court to watch yourself and reflect and make notes look at the things that you're doing poorly and look at the things that you you know you need improvement on and make a note of those things figure out what your weaknesses are so you, when you go back on the court you're going to know exactly what you need to target um, you know, and make a priority. Sometimes we may think we know what our weaknesses are, but we really don't until we dial in and watch and watch us on tape. Now, to paint the picture for you, 
when you're watching yourself on tape, I don't just want you to look at clips and just like cycle through. I want you to slow it down. So let's say that you're, you know, you're looking at your passing. I want you to replay us, someone serving at you and you passing a ball. And I want you to slow it down and look and like things that you're, what, what are you looking for? Well, let's not talk. Let's talk about the result later. Let's say that, it, you know, you pass it to two and a half or you didn't pass it to two and a half, whatever the case is. Let's look at how you pass that ball. So I've talked about it in previous episodes, I think at least, the difference between a skill and a fundamental. Like the fundamental is your ability to create the platform. The skill is your ability to pass the ball. So I want you to look at that clip and see whether or not you have the fundamental of actually being able to formulate a platform. Look at your, you know, look at, um, you look at your shoulders, look at your platform, look at your angle, look at the separation between your body, look at your stance. Notice, are you, are you doing everything right? Is everything in check? Is your platform and your angle behind the ball facing your target? Are your shoulders elevated? Were, were you moving efficiently? You know, look at all of these things. And I bet you, you'll be surprised and you may even pick up on something you've never noticed before. You may pick up on, wow, maybe you really don't elevate your shoulders. Maybe your angles aren't really there. You know, there's so many things you can see when you slow the game down and take the time to look and, you know, and analyze, wow, this is what I'm actually doing. Now, maybe you're doing it right. Great. But even if you are doing it right and you're getting the results, it's nice to have that reassurance when you slow down and say, okay, great, I'm doing these things right, I can continue to do things right, and maybe then we can now focus on an area where you need to improve. Do the exact same thing for your hitting. You know, when you hit, are you open to your setter enough? Are you accelerating to the ball properly? Is your timing on point? Are, are your mechanics in order? You know, are you rotating the right way? Are you making the right decisions when you're, um, when you're swinging? That's another big aspect. You could literally break down every hit that you do and see the decision you made and figure out, wow, maybe you're, you, you don't know that you're making the wrong decisions. Maybe when there's a seam, you're not hitting the seam and you're just swinging without a purpose. But being able to slow video down and look at yourself do these things, you know, I'm hoping as, I, I'm, as I'm describing, you know, each situation here, you're asking yourself, when I look at film, am I really looking at it that in that detail? Now, the reality is if we were in season and you were on the court playing, you may not have the opportunity to look at this in detail like what we're talking about, even even though you technically should. But you may not have all the time to do that. You may just have to look at the game tape entirely and see exactly, you know, the maybe you made like the big errors that you made or team errors and like team things. But right now, if you don't have a team to worry about, really, really dial in on yourself. All right. So just to get really understand that film is so important. I'll tell you something, me as a coach, I've been looking at a ton of film in this offseason, a ton of film, because I understand that there's nuances in the game that I may not notice until I actually slow the game down and look at it from like, you know, from that perspective. And I'll tell you, I've gained a ton of knowledge over the summer by looking at film, not just on myself, but from other teams as well, which leads me to point number two. Don't just look at film on yourself. Look at film from other things, whether it's other league games, whether it's professional, you could, you could go on YouTube and just Google, you know, volleyball, volley, or sorry, YouTube, not Google, you go on YouTube and let's look up volleyball matches, Olympics, volleyball highlights. You can look at a ton of stuff and look at what high level teams are doing and see if you pick up on some things. Now you may ask, well, coach, what do I look for? 
Well, watch watch it from a from a macro point of view. Meaning, just don't don't look for anything. Just watch the game. Enjoy the beauty of our game. And then, if you want to rewatch certain things, you can rewatch certain things and slow it down, just like I described to you earlier, and see what what players are doing. Like as um, as as coaches, what I what I do is I look at little patterns they're running. I look at their defensive systems and their offensive systems and where they're standing and how they're setting up their defense based on what the offensive team is doing. And there's so many different things I look at. Like I'll freeze it at a ton of a ton of moments in the game, and I want to see what how the defense is reacting. Like you know, let's say for example, setter sets on a right side in certain rotations. Like I want to see what's the how, what's the defense doing to to stop that player. And it's interesting what you will notice, and you'll pick up on. You'll believe. I'm not going to tell you what I've picked up on because I'm going to save those for my season. But I've picked up on. Maybe I'll tell you some secrets down the road. We'll see how far we get. But I've picked up on a lot of cool things that I've seen other Olympic teams do and other college teams do that I may want to try out myself. And that wouldn't have been possible if I didn't have the time to sit back and look at, you know, film in that in that type of way. So film is really important. You have to, I can't stress it enough. You, you, you got to look at it. You got to look at it. All right, let's talk about something else. Well, so we have film. I personally think that this is a time for education. And the education industry in, in general has never been booming the way it is now because, you know, with, with, on, with the ability to go online, you could learn about whatever you want in this world. There's someone teaching about everything in this world. It's crazy. You just got to, like, you can literally Google it and look for courses to take about anything. And this is where I think volleyball comes in. This is a great opportunity to learn. And film is part of that. You know, you're learning while you watch film. But this is maybe a time, if you're a coach, maybe this is a time to take a course. If you're a player, maybe this is a time to find a, a, a course that is you know, maybe keen to your position. This is an opportunity to learn, to educate yourself, so that when you get back on the court, you know, you've already had all that knowledge, that, that, um, that stuff that you've gained, and now you can actually apply it. You, you imagine this, like, I'm gonna give you an example. So when you have to take a driving test, right? Well, before you're allowed on the road, you have to know the rules. You have to know certain strategies to drive. You got to know how to parallel park. I don't. Do you have to know how to parallel park in the rule book? Hey, maybe not. But you have to know certain things before you're allowed to drive. And then after you learn the rules, after you learn certain strategies and things like that, then you go and practice driving. Right. Well, volleyball is not not so much different. Besides the fact that yes, you're going to learn the rules obviously, but you could also learn a ton of strategies. You know by taking a course or two or by taking some kind of online learning or or even if you have a coach you know coaches can do sessions with their teams to teach them so when the season starts or when you're back on the court the learning the application part is just so much better now i want to be real with you okay so and, and the greatest analogy that i could think of is you could read and study you know as much as you want on how to swim but the only way you're going to learn how to swim is if you actually join, go in the water, right? Like you can go on YouTube, you can search, you can learn how to do, you know, a front stroke, back stroke, how to tread water, all that stuff. But until you actually go in the water, you're not going to be able to do it. But let me ask you this. If you didn't know how to do it, if you didn't know the theory and the under, and understand how to tread water, then you're not just going to jump in and try to learn it on your own. You're going to have to, you know, learn the education first and then apply it. Well, volleyball is the same thing, my friends. Learn. Take this opportunity to learn about the game. Use resources to your disposal to learn. Now, if you are on a team, listen, coaches, if you have a team right now and you don't have access to a gym, 
It's your job to educate and teach your players before. I'm going to be doing the exact same thing. We haven't started yet because I wasn't. we haven't really been sure what the case for our, our college is, so uh, we haven't jumped the gun yet, but we're going to be doing that. We're going to be transitioning to teach our athletes all the skills there is to know about our game and our strategies and all that great stuff online so that when we do get back to the court, I don't have to worry about teaching the fundamentals. I just have to worry about reinforcing them and systems and how we're going to do certain things and all that great stuff. So if you're a coach and you have a team, teach, you know, go on Zoom, get your team, get your team uh, on Zoom, get the players on there and teach, make it a weekly thing and you'll be ahead of the game, I guarantee you, when, when gyms open up. And the funny thing is too, is that this, this strategy, you know, it could actually be implemented even if you are on the court like you know what's funny like this whole online learning thing has really got me thinking that when we get back on the court i may actually have a you know like a couple sessions outside of our practice time where my guys log in and we do some virtual learning online where we go over strategies we go over certain things as opposed to wasting gym time to do it um and i may structure my practices differently just based on that and that that again, you know, as you, if you've been listening to me for a while in terms of my podcast, you know I'm all about efficiency. I, I'm always trying to be a more efficient coach, and I think personally that being more efficient, like this, is the kind of stuff we're talking about. Teaching online outside of gym time that can save me a ton of time on on the court, so we can actually maximize more reps because we don't have to teach a lot. You know, we don't have, we don't have to teach as much as we would have if we didn't have this opportunity. So coaches think about that. It it may it may definitely um pay off. I I I, th- I actually think it will pay off. So, we talked about film, we talked about education, learning and all that stuff. Um let's talk about more tangible things. What about strength training? Strength training is huge. You don't need a volleyball court to strength train. So, and, I mean, I'm sure you've heard this from many coaches. You know, figure out a way to get your to get your body in shape you can learn it you can jump higher make sure you're working your vertical jump training get that done that that normally the off season is really dedicated to vertical jump training well if you're still in the off season you know and you haven't started vertical jump is important upper body now make sure you're doing your upper body for volleyball players not for olympic lifters or football players because we're you know our you know football players need a body differently than volleyball players do now i i did an episode on i i interviewed um a strength training coach guillermo martinez i want to say it's episode 15 um go back and listen to that episode and we talk about you know everything there is to know about upper body specifically for volleyball players that's that's important it's specifically for volleyball players so i would go i would definitely go check that out um and take a look and i i want to say it's episode 14 sorry i just looked it up episode 14 all right so go listen to that that'll help you out there so strength training is super important make sure you do that don't don't shortchange it it's, imp- it's really and you know what you know what i want to say too is if you strength train and you make sure your weight is in order and, and stuff like that, when you get back on the court, you're gonna it's gonna be so much easier for you to pick off where you or pick up where you left off because you're not gonna have to fight any kind of added body body fat or any kind of um, excess weight. It's gonna be much easier. You know, people always worry about the fact that, well, coach, I haven't played volleyball in months. I'm so worried I'm gonna lose my touch. Listen, let me tell you, you're not gonna lose your touch. Yes, you're gonna be rusty on your first day back. Um, but if you're still in shape and you're not huffing and puffing and you're okay, you're going to pick up the skills right where you left off in no time. It may not be in one practice, but I guarantee it won't take more than a couple. But if you're out of shape, 
Okay, you've gained a lot of weight or you have excess fat. Now your body has to overcome two challenges. The one being rusty and two, all that excess weight. So it's going to take you a while to get back in game shape and it's going to take you a while to get your skills back. So don't let your don't let your body get like you know run away. Like you know make sure you stay in tune with um with with that being athletic and being in shape, all right? So strength training is really important. Now I know it's getting colder in, in, you know, on the East Coast and certain parts of, you know, well, in Canada in general, and then certain parts of the U.S., uh, southern states, you guys don't have to worry about this because you have pretty good temperature all year round for the most part. Uh, but uh, up here in Canada, in Toronto, I guarantee you, it's, it's no one's really trying to play outside right now. But if you can get outside, um, what I would say is you can definitely work on some things. Like the biggest thing for me is, uh, you know, when you go outside, don't you know, don't, don't do things where what it involves you hitting off a wall and because hitting off a wall, you know, it's not really gonna, it's not going to affect your game. You're not going to be able to translate that to a volleyball match. It's just not going to happen. So what I, what I would say for you to do is get a partner, get a friend and have them throw a ball at you or serve a ball. At you, even if you don't have a net, if you can have them throw a ball or serve a ball or whatever the case is by them doing that, you're getting the feeling or you're getting the you're basically working your depth perception and depth perception is significant is significantly important when it comes to volleyball huge so if you can still work on your depth perception yes you're not on a court or whatever but you're still taking a ball from that's being thrown or served at, from a distance and i would measure make sure you know you're eight, you're 18 meters away which is the the length of the volleyball court and try doing it that way um, or at least be within 18 meters so you can monitor that serve. And that way you can work on your depth depth perception. You can, And it, by default, you're working on serve-receive, which is great, um, and things like that. You know, that's something you can definitely work on. Ball control you can work on with a partner. That's great. Um, but have ha, make sure they're throwing. And if you have a chance to get a net, that's even better. Like just put up some, even if it's not even like a, go to the dollar store and figure out a way to make like a net or just put a net on something tied to something. You know, these are things that will definitely make sense. Don't like using the wall. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I mean, I get, I get that you're working certain things, but for me as a coach, like I'm just not a believer in, in wall drills and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's, it's a last, last, last resort. Like I, I have, I have exercises in my free passing training on coachbtraining.com and some, a lot of it does involve working the wall, but that's only to train your sweet spot as I talk about it on there. So it has certain purposes, but the reality is it's not going to translate to a game, guys. I'm sorry, but it's just not, it's not the way it's going to work. Now, if you don't have access outside, there are creative things you can do inside. I'll give you one tip you can do inside. So if you have like, um, you get two chairs, you get two chairs and you can put like a blanket over the chairs. So that's mimicking a net or a string or, or even buy a net from the dollar store and tie it to two chairs in your house. And what you do is you can go on your knees and you can, you know, you, and then while you're on your knees, you can do platform work. So you can create a platform, you can work on ball control going back and forth. You can do things like that and that will help you. Um, really with at least your platform, like you'll be like your body will still being used to extending your platform, working it up and working on that sweet spot and stuff like that. Now it's not going to completely translate to a game, but it's still going to do some ball control and you and a partner can go back and forth. And it's, you know, it's a little, it's a lot of fun too, right? Yeah. At least you're, you're being involved in the game. I mean, it's not the greatest, but it's something that you can do inside. It's that is better than, you know, bumping a ball off a wall, for example, it's, it's a lot better than that. 
Because there's still somewhat of an element of perception. There's still somewhat of an element of ball control. You're still utilizing your platform. So, you know, these are these are things that I think are, are important and will definitely help you when you get back on the court. So I would say do stuff like that. Okay, but it's always good to do with partner. And if you don't have a partner, maybe you maybe you have your parents. So that your parents toss the ball over, and you can work on your platform that way. Okay, that's something that will 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 help. Okay, so the last thing I'll end with, and I kind of touched upon it before about you know coaches teaching your your um your athletes and through Zoom meetings and stuff like that. But the last thing, and I think is really important, is you know engage in discussion like i'm i'm all about i think i had a, a, an entire episode on community and yeah i did have an episode on um on community and stuff like that uh, uh it was in my last episode where do you have championship habits and what i when i talk about community i really mean like you got to have discussion going like one thing you can always do is if you have a group of friends that love to talk volleyball all it takes is like you know once a week or once every other week jump on a zoom call jump on a phone and just talk, like have a volleyball conversation you know maybe if you guys had a goal every two weeks like okay let's let's think of let's watch some game tape or let's watch something and everyone bring a new ideal to the group every two weeks or every month, something new, something interesting, something to talk about. By engaging in volleyball discussion, that alone keeps the vocabulary, keeps the game, keeps everything just just going. And sometimes it sparks ideas. Sometimes it sparks a lot of creativity. And that's what we want. It's great. It's great to have imagination in this game. It's great to talk about it because, you know, the more you talk about things, the more ideas you get, the, the more knowledge you'll gain for the game and just things just start flowing. It's just so much better that way. And I, I don't want to touch on it too much because I talked about it in the last episode, but community is huge. You know, Facebook, you can join a Facebook community. You can, you can create a community in your neighborhood or whatever the case is and just engage in volleyball discussions. You know, I'm fortunate enough to coach um, I, I'm, I'm a mentor to many coaches and we have our own little small community that we work on. You know, Digital Volleyball Academy has its small community that, that I'm there to help and engage in discussion with all our members. So like things like that are really important that you can, you know, start having that conversation, having those discussions to, you know, to really engage in conversation. All right. That's basically, I'm, sorry, I'm kind of rambling here, but you, you, I hope you get what I'm saying. So just to recap. We talked about film. We talked about education, courses, learning, you know, just really um, dialing into you know, increasing your knowledge of the game. We talked about strength training, vertical jump, upper body. Uh, we talked about getting outside if you can and under really working that depth perception, you know, things like passing, ball control, stuff like that. We talked about what you can do at home, you know, working on your platform, ball control, you know, things like you going on your knees and you know, having two chairs and putting a net across. And then, you know, Zoom meetings, just engaging in discussion and stuff like that. So I hope you got some strategies you can use to, you know, tackle COVID right now. I know the reality is, listen, it's really tough to be being able to translate things outside the gym that are going to help in games but there are definitely a lot of things we can do to help us improve our knowledge of the game fast track our learning and progress when we get back on the court which is going to be huge which will give you a significant competitive advantage over other players and other teams and really just um being a better volleyball person coach player whatever the case is these are strategies we can use to help all right so that's it in terms of what you can do for COVID. Um, if, do me a favor, guys. If you if you like this episode and you liked other episodes, um, rate, review the podcast for me, please. Uh, I really appreciate a review, um, and I, I do uh, read the reviews. And also make sure you subscribe because you never want to miss an episode. 
always subscribe. You never want to miss an episode because I, I do try to go every Monday. I try to drop an episode uh, so we can. And I got a couple of good episodes actually that I'm I'm already getting ready to to record. We got a couple of good interviews coming up, and you're not gonna want to miss them. So subscribe so you just know you so you know. And I'd really appreciate a review. All right, that is it from me. Uh, everyone have a great week. Stay safe, and we'll talk soon. Take care. All right, cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training, and instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days? When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.